Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey, the podcast about anything and everything. Joined today by Sam Dean Mavis, author of the blog Motherhood of Sam, and the new book that has just been released, The Motherland of Sam, We Are All Born Assholes. Uh, I'll be honest, I recorded this in a location I don't normally record, a podcast, and about halfway through, uh, the fan on the computer just started going like crazy so that affects the quality of it but i really liked what sam had to say uh, and i think we had a good conversation so just you know bear with it i appreciate it just it's like there's a vacuum cleaner going on down the hall that's that's basically all it is i mean you have to clean your home you understand but anyway i sam has a lot of great things to say she has three kids all under five years old and her blog is just about being a parent trying to find her way and submitting to the beautiful chaos that is life. So with that, let's see how Sam's doing. I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Still uh, marveling at the fact that it's like 80 degrees in the middle of December. So I can't complain too much about that. Oh my God. Wait, are you in, are you in Texas? I am, yes, in so Austin. Yeah. Okay. Wait, where are you in Texas? In Austin. Oh, okay. I have cousins in Dallas. Okay. But yeah, it's like that here too. It's crazy. It's wonderful. And right. you're in you're in Southern California, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, L.A. You know, I'm sort of a suburb right on outside of L.A. But yeah. Nice. I lived We're in. All like it's. Yeah. Go ahead. I was saying I lived in Santa Monica for uh, close to two years. So I know oh, I know L.A. Cool. a bit. Yeah. Well, in Santa Monica is basically the coolest like coldest spot of the LA area, you know, yeah. because you have like the fog or, you know, the, the, uh, the beach weather and stuff, which is so strange because, you know, you've got the beach, you'd think that would be so beautiful and warm all the time, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not. always, uh, it was always a little disappointing when guests came and they're like, let's go to the beach. I'm like, um, you might be, uh, you know, a little discouraged here, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. we might need a jacket. Yeah. Exactly, but yeah. as long as they're prepared, what they still you, enjoyed it. What were you doing out here? Um, I, well, my sister went to USC, so she I was still okay. living out there um, in Beverly Hills, in the 90211 part, so not the uh, the yeah. famous rich part, but um, still a nice area. Uh, and she I would just send me out some some various like PR marketing jobs um, and internships mm-hmm. and whatnot because I just graduated and hadn't I. Uh, uh-huh hadn't really uh, had anything lined up so um she sent me one yeah. thing and i i reached out to them and they brought me in for an interview and then the um two days after that they said yeah uh, can you start tomorrow and i was like um i guess i could so i i lived out of her apartment for a little bit while i found um while i found one of my own and i had to fly back to i'm originally from chicago so i had to fly back home to run a marathon um, about two weeks after I got hired because I've been training for one all summer. Um, first and only oh, marathon Lord. I've done. Yeah, it was a busy summer. <laughs> yeah, and um, let me ask you, have you done marathons since then? I have not, um, and it's not, I mean, it's not so much for the, the lack of wanting to. I think it's more just, uh, you know, I, I was unemployed, so it was a lot easier to, uh, to travel or to, you know, train and uh, get yeah. get in your 20-mile run for the day. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I, I did a couple, um, let me see, I think I did two fulls, and then I did a bunch of halves. The halves are a lot easier, but still, you're still running, like, a, on the weekend, you have, like, a two-hour run that you still got to do, you know? 
um, just in training mode. But I don't think my body is really meant to be a runner or I need a really good coach because the marathon just destroyed me. You know, my body was dying by the end. Oh, yeah, and you can't stand for, like, a week after. Um, I'm sure I, I didn't I'm sure I didn't help myself by flying back um, on an airplane within 24 hours of finishing. But even so, um, it's just, it's such a, such a pain. So yeah, I think I'll, I'll stick to half marathons. Do you have a, a go-to like post-run snack? (laughs) Um, you know, I do, I would do the, I would do all the, like the goos and stuff beforehand, you know, like the goos that you just and eat and then afterwards and then afterwards I would go straight for like beer and pizza (laughs) there was no there's no like oh I'm gonna be healthy um about it it was like no we're just going downhill you know afterwards exactly well you gotta get those carbs in so I I understand yeah 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 it makes sense I would always have on my long runs I would always end with I what was it? it was like strawberry ice cream with Reese's peanut butter cups in it cuz why not why not yeah you had a sweet tooth yeah you had the sweet tooth exactly yeah yeah but you know what it does say a lot because people who have like stepped up to actually do a marathon i mean it takes a certain kind of person to have that drive or even desire or that need to feel that accomplishment in their life. And you know you're kind of, you're all like sort of similar people. Now the people who run it all the time, they're now living in, you know, maybe they're a step above, you know, it's just a slightly more crazy (laughs) than than I. But um, yeah, I I don't understand the the Iron Iron Man athletes. That's like, that is total insanity to me. That's not me. Yeah, I, I know a couple people who have uh, partaken in them, and I, you know, I wish them well and success, and if they enjoy yeah. doing it, more power to them, but if I ever, yeah. if I have ever doing one, you know something is horribly wrong, and I'm probably being blackmailed or extorted or something like that. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, oh, no doubt, yeah. It is painful. I actually did, and I mean, and I know we'll jump off this in a second, but I, um, I, uh, I did train for another half marathon, right before I started, like, my blog and stuff like that. And by the time, like, I got close to the end, I actually did not go and complete it. And when I was doing the long, long runs and stuff, I was, like, the worst mom on the planet to my kids. Like, I, you know, like, I was completely, like, I was unable, after running two hours, my body was beat, you know. I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to take a nap, and there was no time for that, so... I just don't think at this point that that's in my cards, you know. Yeah, maybe when the kids are, are off to college. Yeah, 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 exactly. Can exactly. Always hope. Always hope. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that segued beautifully um, into your blog, Motherland of Sam, um, which yeah. you started I beginning of 2014. Is that right, or is it not even, not I, even close? I started... I, <laughs> Started January first um, of last year. Okay. So I'm just about done with year one of it, which was the initial plan was to simply, well, in, in the beginning it was just like to I was trying to write every day. Um, that last the writing every day actually lasted for a good five months, Whoa. and then it's tapered off to like 
I would do like three times a week and then two times a week. And, you know, once we started doing the PR and, and like when the book, the book um, got put together and stuff, it, it kind of, it took up any free time that I had. And so now I'm like, okay, I've got to make sure that I stay on track because people still are addicted to the blog and it's not just the book, you know, so, um, but it's been a wild journey this year. Yeah. Exactly. And did you, uh, did the blog take off immediately or, or was there like a certain post yeah. where like, this is it or? Um, the, the blog did take off, um, uh, immediately in the sense, you, you know what it was is I had developed a very large, um, like a Facebook community that, um, that sort of followed because the reason why I started the blog was because I would post these things that were different. You know, people just thought they were funny or different. I had a different perspective on parenting or I was more honest or more vulnerable than other people. And so people would go out of their way to call me up or to, you know, say like, Hey, I was at this party and everybody's talking about your Facebook post, you know, like you need to write a blog. You need to write a blog. And, and I pushed that off for a good, like three years. I was like, there's no way I'm going to actually really write what I'm feeling, you know, mm -hmm. um, because I was still able to guard myself enough. And, um, and I had been for a good 20 years, a, uh, like screenplay and TV writer without a lot of like major success, you know, like really caught in development, the development world sure. of constant rewrites and stuff. And so when I had my third kid in three years, I, took a year off of everything and, and, you know, I kept doing my Facebook posts and stuff because that was easy. And I had enough people basically yell at me, <laughs> you know, that, you know, went out of their way to say, you got to do something more. And so I woke up on January 1st and, you know, just started. That's and, fantastic. The tough and, love paid off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And it was, in fact, it was my gynecologist, and I used to say this, actually, I think in the intro of my book. My gynecologist I had seen, like, on December, in the middle of December last year, and she was the final one that pushed me over the edge. She's like, stop wasting your time on Facebook and actually just go ahead and do it. And so I, I sort of took it as a sign from the universe that so many people were so mad at me, you know? <laughs> that I just needed to, like, let go and adventure down a road that I had always wanted to adventure down mm -hmm. but was too scared to adventure down. Well, it is uh, good that you have ventured down it because the blog is terrific to read. And I'm curious, have more people now, uh, you know, contacted you for, for parenting advice or uh, just kind of advice on life in general, or has it been about, uh, well, I'm sure more people have, but I guess how many, how many more? I contact you now. Um, you know, it's really strange because um, like it's, it's all the time. I mean, people, I, didn't, I don't even realize that I was doing it, like it, because it's natural for me to um, to sort of take a leadership role. But I, I, um, I, I think people do it all. I mean, they do it all the time. If I write something in particular that touches, you know, that helps them, then they'll also reach out and ask me to, like, I wrote this one piece on rage, um, and like the rage that you have, like sometimes as a parent, and uh, how to ma manage that and where that's coming from. And people call me up and be like, "Hey, like, can I have a therapy session?" You know. Mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, so it affects people, yeah, most definitely. Uh, it's a very interesting. It's a very interesting thing because it's not just entertainment. It's uh, I found that it's helping a lot of people, which is great. Yeah, that's fantastic. What's the uh, strangest request you've gotten or question? I guess. Um. Question. Um, you know, probably it probably would be the, the the rage dealing with the rage one because um, because I'm not a therapist, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, and so in a way, when people are asked, when someone has asked me, you know, like how to dissect what is what they're going through um, dealing with their own personal rage, I just you know, have to express like, hey, this is this is what I believe, and and this is this is what this is what you're thinking, and this is how you're reacting. But it has nothing to do with your child, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, most definitely, that it's not really a great like answer because <laughs> I think you probably need something more specific. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, okay, you could say, like, how, how do you, uh, you know, when your kids poop in the bathtub, how do you scoop it out? <laughs> you know, that's like a funny, a funny one, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, for us, I use one of those scoopers that I get my um, uh, spaghetti with. Okay. You know, it has a little hole, and that's a great way to scoop out poop. Huh. I would have never guessed that, so that's that's fantastic. I'm learning something new. Nothing yeah, there else. You go. I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I many many a person yeah, can, will try that now. You could use a pasta strainer to scoop out poop. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of kitchen. A lot of kitchen utensils. Yeah. Just right. go to your kitchen. Okay. If there's poop, make sure somebody's watching your kids because <laughs> they're still in the bathtub, or you get them out. Yeah, and then go to your kitchen, get some utensils that you'd normally eat with or use, and, yeah, <laughs> scoop it out. <laughs> Not going to go down the drain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, again, as I am a fan of segues, I'm, I'm sure talking about poop is a great jump to your book, which is called Motherland of Sam, We Are All Born Assholes. Um, and yeah. I, I assume you mean asshole in the uh, kind of jerk sense as opposed to slightly more literally. Um, but... Still, yeah. still a good segue, yeah. nonetheless. Um, and sometimes I have to force this, but whatever, it works. Um, and so, yeah. uh, when did you decide to make the transition from blog to book? Was this another instance of people, uh, you know, just pressuring you to do it and saying this would be a great thing for you to put out? Um, no, somebody was reading the blog that um, had a publishing company called Rise Publishing. They're primarily a digital publishing company. Um, this being one of their, like, so they're, you know, a a, um, boutique publishing company, and they were having success with that, and they wanted to turn it into a book. Um, That happened about three months into the blog. Wow. So that's when the first discussion of that happened. And I, personally, just being somebody who has been a storyteller and had to come up with, you know, ideas for movies and TV, I personally thought it would make a great book before I, you know, like, when I was in it, I thought, ah, this is really, this would, this would be awesome for people to have. And, you know, it's like the type of book that you could have in, in your bathroom. You pick it up while you're pooping, you know, because they're short pieces. 
um, or you have it next to your nightstand and, you know, you go back to it, you know, sort of time and time again for funny little moments, which are some of my personal favorite books because I don't have time really to sit down and read a one long, um, like a novel or something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. And how much of the content in this book is new versus things uh, that have kind of already been talked about on your blog? Um, they are pieces, I basically had to scrap like, you know, three-fourths of the blog. Most of the stuff is still a collection of pieces that have all come out in the blog, but most people haven't read it. Okay. So, because, you know, your fans come along and they don't go back through and find your old work. Sure. Um, so, um, the stuff that ended up in the final book, this book is really expensive to make because there are colored photos in it that go along with each piece. And so um, the actual book itself, to even like even break even, you know, mm-hmm. has I think something around somewhere around 50, 60 pieces in it. Okay. Oh, not bad. And and each one has its own uh, color photo with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All the photos are photos I took literally with my iPhone. Um, and because, you know, carrying around a big camera just doesn't make sense when sure. you're just in the moment snapping shots. Um, but, you know, I come from a, um, a film background, so it's natural for me to shoot a lot of pictures. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's always uh, amazing talking with... I come from a, a TV background, so as far as, like, framing okay, shots yeah. and whatnot, it's, it's interesting when you, uh, you talk with someone who... You know, doesn't have that kind of experience, um, and even even TV and film, um, you know, there's there's quite a few differences between what would mm-hmm. you know constitute as a great shot. But it's just always interesting to see, I you know, how someone will, will say like, oh, this is a great shot, and I want to be like, no, you don't have like thirds, like they're not lined up, like this is oh, and just. But then other times yeah. I'm like, you know what? If they enjoy their picture, that's that's the most important part. Yeah, and for me, like I, I take basically I take thousands of pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. it's to get the, like, I mean, thousands overall, but to get, like, the shot, I'll have a good 50, 50 shots that I've, I've taken mm-hmm. in that moment. Sometimes I'll nail it right away, but nothing is, like, done with, um, uh, without a lot of care, artistic care to it, I would say. Sure. But, you know, even though the shots are not like I'm like, oh, you know, ever, because I just don't pose. But to, like, <laughs> capture something that sort of haunts you a little bit, you do have to shoot a lot to, to kind of nail, to nail the shot, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you know, things like, well, I, I don't know, do you use any, uh, like, filters or any kind of photo editing with any of these, or were they all? Um, sure, yeah. Like, when, when, you know, just off my, on my mask, I'll, you know, I'll sort of color correct it or make it pop and, in other ways, you know, sometimes you just need to, you know, um, pull some color from it or, you know, heighten some of the colors a little bit. Sure. Yeah, it's always uh, one of my least favorite processes in editing any photo or video, but has to be yeah. done. Has to be done. Um, so, uh, what, what do you hope someone who uh, is reading your book, you know, this is the first they've heard of you, the first content they've seen from you, what do you hope that they take away from it? Um, I hope they do, that they are allowed to reflect upon their own life. I make them sort of think 
about things in their own life and to not feel so alone. Um, it's like having, you know, as you can see even talking to me, you know, I'm very open, you know. And uh, I think the worst thing in, in parenting, or just even living, is to feel like you're isolated, you're alone, you think you're weird, you're... Um, your thinking is off, and, I, and, I, and the, the truth is, is we're all weird, and we all need to have a sense of humor about life, really, um, and sometimes it's hard, you know, and so I think that a lot of the pieces that I write um, tap into the inner emotions and thoughts that, um, you know, parents in particular, but even if you don't have kids, that you're feeling about life and and I hope that you don't feel so alone that you feel okay that's great yeah um and and just to get a little bit back to running it sounds like we both have similar mindsets and that you know running is good for us but it might not always be the uh, the most enjoyable thing yeah. to do um how does running help you with your writing right um so funny <laughs> you know actually Running itself um, is really the only cardio that gives you that high, mm-hmm. so that your like, like your brain balances. I think um, there's sort of a meditative state that you get to. Uh, something similar to that, I did start in on a lot of uh, yoga, and that um, that I found the same high, where it sort of just balances you out and allows. Um, you to get out of yourself for a moment, and part of writing is is allowing your own brain to be free, so that you can follow your instinct. Absolutely, I like that. Are you? I uh, do you think you're qualified enough at yoga to teach a class next year? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Excellent. I'm not. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same book with you, really teaching any kind of physical activity class. I, I, I think, what? What did you say? I think just teaching any kind of physical activity class, I would, uh, I would quickly lose yeah. the interest of the class. I, I tried that with uh, helping out at a basketball camp when I was in high school, and the, the kids were very yeah. uh, disinterested in what I had to say most of the time, so give it yeah. a shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, think, I believe in the whole 10,000 hours make the master, you know, at something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would have never been confident enough to sort of put all this out here without having a good 20 years of writing, you know, um, behind me. And because uh, I remember even when I started as a screenwriter and, 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 and television, I, you know, took every class imaginable. I would, like, I had all of my books. I would always, like, go back to my books and keep, you know, drilling questions and story structure and characters and backstory into my head. And I needed to constantly go back to classes and have mentors sort of like approve it. Like I couldn't find it myself. And then finally, after so many years of doing that, I just sort of, it's like one day you just don't need that. You still need to like discuss story or, you know, and there's joy in that. But like, when you get to 10,000 hours, you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to, you know, maybe take a class because it makes me, like, 
happy, you know, mm-hmm. or, but, but you can actually talk about story, you can talk about writing, you can talk about, you know, perspective in a different way because you've spent so much time writing and working it out. Uh, and so I think yeah, you need 10,000 hours, you know, of yoga, which I do not have. <laughs> Only 9,900 to get, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll look yeah. forward to it in, in 2020, or whenever the, exactly. uh, the hours add up there. Um, I like to uh, kind of wrap up with um, a top three. Uh, so I would love to know your top three uh, favorite blog post titles from your blog. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to say we, we are all born assholes because I did name my book that one. Fair. <laughs> Um, yeah, that has to be, um, okay, got this right in front of me, um, so funny, some of my favorites are more recent that are not in the book, of course, um, oh, the mommy tipping point, when moms cry, because it was a really great, uh, the whole tipping point, I don't know if you remember what book talked about the tipping point. It was just this, like, this is great um, book that talks about, like, when something becomes, you know, um, goes, becomes global, mm-hmm. how, like, a product goes from being just a product to tipping over and becoming global. And, like, when, when moms tip, like, the tipping point of why and when moms cry, um, uh, it's usually over something so silly, and that's what <laughs> that blog piece was about, which was... Um, Quite beautiful. Um, uh, oh, the particularly persnickety picky eater. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, that's particularly yeah. persnickety picky eater. It's hard to say. Yeah, I can't even imagine saying that five times fast. I will not try. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, good. though, I might, you know, I also have to add, you know, poop, a hot topic for a notoriously secretive pooper is a great title. <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up to all of those. Well done. Cool. Um, and okay. that's, that's all I've got um, on my end. Is there anything yeah. else you've got coming up in, in 2016 and beyond? Mm, you know, I do have enough to put out another book. Um, we'll consider that. I've got, um, I have an animated, uh, like a, an adult animated family show that I'm um, putting together that's a cross between, you know, one of these like animated, mm-hmm. you know, TV, sh- uh, TV shows and Beavis and Butthead. Oh, so nice. <laughs> basically taking the stuff that I've been doing but taking it and um, putting it down in a form of cross between animation and live action. That will be my first, like, like, adventure back into uh, the entertainment world. Awesome. Looking And then then I'll put out, I'm going to put out a book. There's a piece I have in here. I'm going to give you the title. Because I'm going to put out a a book of children's um, poems. So there's a, there's a piece in here that's called The Mystical Magical Washing Machine, okay. which is just, it's just a really great little piece. And 
it works for adults and for children. So it's fun for adults to read to children, but yet it has this sort of edge that adults like. But children don't know that, like, I'm going ha-ha-ha at them, right? <laughs> so what I would do is I'm going to put out uh, a series of a book that has those pieces in it with drawings attached to it. So it's, it'll actually be a kid's book, but, you know, Kind of a little closer to like what Silver Paul Silverstein does or something like that. Okay, very nice. Those are always the best, so that's good. Yeah, it's it's always I, it's always yeah. funny to see something that I I really you know enjoyed as a kid, whether it was a book or a a TV show or a movie or something like that, and then watch it as an adult and just you know how many random jokes yeah. and and seemingly throwaway lines are actually like you know definitely geared more for towards adult. adult, yeah, and yeah. it's, it's yeah. tremendous. Okay, yeah. yeah, so that's exactly what I'm talking about. Awesome, awesome, looking forward to it then. Um, and where can uh, people find you on the, on the internet? Most people <laughs> find me on Facebook at, at Motherland of Sam. Perfect. So yes, check it's, it out. You know, you can go to the, my WordPress, host the, um, host the blog site, but you know, people are, some people don't like they just like to find it on Facebook There's, instead of getting an email. Yeah. I've definitely found a lot of things on Facebook and Twitter, so that's good. It's good that people are, are finding it that way as well. Yeah. And Sam, thanks so much for taking the time to chat. Any any other final uh, parting words of wisdom? No, that's it. <laughs> but, you know, let's, let's both like, recommit to some sort of running adventure in this next year. I like this. Because you always need some little goal, right? Like yes. I do, at least. Or yeah. else there's nothing. you just kind of like working out, and you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll send encouraging, yeah. encouraging emails of our progress. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Okay, that sounds good. Excellent. All right, well, enjoy the rest of your sunny day in Southern California. <laughs> Thank you, and happy holidays. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Sam. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, and remember, you can always find us on iTunes. Please leave a review if you enjoyed it, even if you hated it. Leave a review. Love the feedback. And remember, what does Santa call his elves? Subordinate clauses. Get after it today, people.